Howdy, 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 y'all. Welcome to another edition of Americinda with your pals, Corey and Travis of the Vandaliers. You're laughing already. I can already tell it's going to be a good one. Yeah, what a fucking disaster just happened. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> we knew this was going to be a special one. Uh, we've known for a long time this was going to be a special yeah. one. We've been looking forward to it for six, seven, eight, nine months. We've been counting that. Oh, we're on episode uh, 49. Oh, 69 is right around the corner. We've been looking forward to this one for a long fucking time. It's been at least a year where I feel like we were just doing a show, and you said, it's number this, and I go, we're almost there. One close. (laughs) We're almost there to number 69. So we're in this hotel in uh, Bilbao, Spain. Uh, Is that what you say? Is it like Bilbao? Bilbao? Yeah, getting lubed up and... uh, you know, I had a glass of vino tinto on this nightstand, and uh, I said, I'm going to hit record, and uh, the whole fucking glass full spilled and shattered on this floor, and uh, it's a disaster zone right now. And well, yeah, it's a pretty nice hotel. <laughs> it's a pretty nice hotel. You can tell what, it's a nice hotel. Wood floors. Wood floors. <laughs> Wood floors. You know, it's not the shitty carpet, because if it had just been on carpet, it would have just been... A blood stain on the damn carpet. Then it would have been an addition of the game that we like to play in a lot of the uh, hotels that we stay in. Uh, uh, blood stain or wine stain? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, we do. I feel like we've only stayed, what, maybe a couple of hotels had blood stains. But recently, within the last year, I did stay in a, we did stay in a hotel and we walked in the room and the whole ottoman was covered in jizz. There was a jizz stain, right? Yeah, we we did do an episode about this. I feel like in the past, <laughs> there was a jizz stain room. It was the whole It was like fifty people had come on one ottoman, like they had filmed a porn movie inside the room. And Rachel goes, "We are absolutely not seeing this room." <laughs> Yeah, we moved rooms. I remember that night. It's, it was smelly, too. Yeah. It was a weird, weird... Outside of Austin. And it was when we were just still a little bit too poor to get a nice fucking place. And, uh, yeah, we got the jizz-covered room. We got the, we got the jizz suite. <laughs> I'm excited. We were... Uh, episode 69. It's a big one. It's a big one. And I feel like it's appropriate to talk about jizz-covered room at this point. Yeah. And uh, also, we are also in a hotel... Where all of us are, of course, sharing rooms. And uh, we're here in Europe. We're here in Bilbao, Spain. And uh, the shower is 100% completely see-through and not in its own room. Uh, It's just in the middle of the room. This is the third or fourth room we've had on this run where you can totally see into the shower from the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the bed. From the bed. Yeah, it's not like... It's like you're in the shower and you can't, it's in a different room. The shower is just in the room with the bed. Yeah, and so like uh, me and Dustin are in a room and so we have to keep making a schedule where like he needs his jerk time. So like I need to leave the the, the room completely. Dude, his, and his jerk time is a long time. I feel like he gets a couple, couple in there. I don't feel like it's just one. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like doing it, taking a 30-minute break, coming back to it. You know? Taking a beer break. I definitely see some empty beer cans in there when I wake up in the morning. It's been It's been different. It's intense. Well, I mean, because we're usually in the same room as y'all. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's one of those weird things where you're like, damn, like you'll just like walk over, dummy check in the room. And you're like, why is there a whole six pack on this side of the bed? <laughs> Dude, I'm always like dummy checking over there for like lost phone chargers and whatnot. And yeah, there's always like six beers on his side of the bed. I'm like, I thought you fell asleep before I fell asleep. Yeah. And there were, what? Nope. <laughs> no, but he's yeah, he's that guy who wakes up at three in the morning and then is in the bathroom till six in the morning, doing oh, God knows what. <laughs> I mean, it's exciting to me. It is exciting. <laughs> he does. Uh, I don't want to like tell too many of his secrets, but he like talks in his sleep, and it's very exciting because like yeah. he doesn't know what's happening, and then uh, the next morning uh, he knows that he does it, and so like you and we'll have conversations with him. And the next morning, he's like, did I say anything? We're like, boy, howdy. Here's some, uh, here's some fun things. Bless you, buddy. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Yeah. <laughs> We're like, boy, howdy. You said some jokes last night. He's like, really? Like what? And you just say some ridiculous shit he said. Or he tries to like leave the room. We've had to start putting a... Oh, yeah. We started having to put the extra extra lock on the room because it was, I feel like it had gone away for a long time. And then like the last couple of tours... It came back where he was sleep liking a whole lot. And yeah, he was trying to walk out of the hotel room all the time. And the only thing that was stopping him well, was because one night he woke walked out into the hall, right? Yeah, yeah. But I woke up because I, I kind of wake up when he wakes up and uh, just to check on him. And uh, I he starts walking to the bathroom and uh, I always go, Dustin, are you awake? And even when he's asleep, he says, yeah. So I can't, <laughs> so I can't trust that. And so I'm just, I try to stay awake till he gets out. And then uh, instead of coming back to bed, sometimes he'll walk, try to walk out the door. And one day he opened the door fully, walked into the hall and said, Dustin, what are you doing? Come up, come back here. And he said, okay. Uh, yeah, I think we all woke up at the same time and go, what are you, what? What are you doing? What are you doing? And yeah, like he ran back in. And then, yeah, since then, we've been really trying to keep the uh, deadlock and the other lock that goes over the door because he'll open a deadlock, but he won't. He yeah, yeah. Doesn't understand the when in sleep the one on the top. His sleepy yeah. brain. Does, yeah. One day we woke up because he goes dong, and he's yeah. <laughs> like Dustin. He's like, yeah, come back to bed. And he goes, okay, okay, I'm asleep. I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah. That's the th- that's the always the thing we hear the next day is he's like, oh, I heard that, and I was like, just go, <laughs> just you just go back to bed. Just go back to bed, man. Just go back to bed. What was the funny thing he said uh, in his sleep the other day uh, when he did the accent? Uh, he was doing a, a foreign accent. Oh, it was British, right? Was oh. it British? I can't remember. Maybe oh we should delete this. God. I don't remember, but he did it a... was so good. Oh, yeah, you know what he was doing? It. He was doing the John Mulaney accent from that uh, comedy special. Uh, yeah. What was he, what was, what did uh, he say? He, he was like, not in here. Yeah. Not in here. <laughs> <laughs> but what was the... Uh, hold on. What was? I can't remember the context of the... No, I can't. Uh, but, but the thing is, I'm in here, yeah. right? This is a John Mulaney thing. But yeah, what was he saying? It was so fucking good. Because uh, what happened? He like was sleeping and then you said something to him. And he got up to go to pee or something, I and feel then, like. And then he stood up out of bed and said this in a weird fucking accent. Yeah. And it was just like, 
What the? Who's fuck? in here? Not in here. Who's in here? I'm not, somebody's in here. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> what is happening? What is happening right now? And no memory of it the next day because yeah, he yeah. totally sleepwalks around the room, and yeah. it's it's a it's a fun it, thing. It is a it is a wild thing because you never know what's gonna happen, and it can happen any night. And sometimes I used to get a little scared by it. I used to get a little uh, scared. A oh, little I don't. Scared. I don't. I like uh. He'll start saying some shit like about hunting foxes or like whatever. The, he'll it just, it'll be yeah. he'll say something random, and I'll just be like, "Yeah." T- I'll just wake up to him like, "Tell me more about these foxes, or whatever." And then he'll start telling you about them. You're like, "Yeah." Then tell me more about that. And I just start talking back to I him. I don't know why I I would get a little scared about it. It was like it's like one of those things where it's like, what if it's maybe it's not coming from him? <laughs> <laughs> the demons in him are coming out. <laughs> Coming out like what's in this room that's making him say say these things that don't make any sense? Because a lot of times it's not English. Oh, he does speak in <laughs> tongues sometimes. <clears throat> a lot of times it's not. It's just like, oh no, what's happening over there? The demons coming out of Dustin right now, <laughs> dude. Uh, I feel like we're off to a good start, mm. and uh, you know we've two episodes in a row. We've already been teasing. We're gonna tell the story. We're gonna tell the story. We should tell the story. Uh, next, I don't know, sometime in the story, in the show, it's coming. Maybe leave it to the middle. I don't know. We're figuring this out right now. Yeah. Okay. I got some other good stuff I want to talk. Maybe let's talk about some other good stuff. Third break. Third break. The story. Let's do third break. Third break. Yeah, I agree. Let's do it. Okay. But the rest of the show, it's show 69. going to be super nice. It's always fucking nice. 69, baby. All right. <laughs> All right, so tonight we we are hanging out uh, in Bilbao, Spain. I think that's how he is. Is that is that right? Is that Close right? enough for is me. Right? Yeah, Bilbao, Spain, and it is a beautiful, wonderful town. We played a great show tonight. Super fun. Had a ton of great fans. It was super cool. Me and my wife got to walk around. There's a Guggenheim Museum here. There's all kinds of beautiful things. Anyway, don't give a fuck about all that. Let's talk about. Uh, we recently drove 14 hours through France. Well, actually, 18 hours. <laughs> 18 hours. We did four hours a day, 14 hours a day before uh, through France from Italy. And uh, a weird thing in Italy is um, a lot of places don't have regular toilets, they have national park toilets. And if you've been to a national park, you know what I mean? Uh, you should explain better, Corey. Well, I was going to say, that's being generous, because all the national parks I've been have been an elevated, almost toilet seat-like experience. It's just that the bowl leads to a hole in the ground. Oh, there are many that are not like that. Okay, that's, yeah, there that's are many, largely to my experience. Yeah, yeah. there are many, uh, I would say, Yellowstone... For sure, has many hole in the ground toilets. No place to actually sit. You have to squat. Uh, so I've seen this before, but never in uh, what I would say civilized society. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen pictures and things. Uh, this was the first time I've seen it. Yeah, in the wild at the club, which was a an old. Movie theater, vintage movie theater. Yeah, named after my mom. 
Yes, the Cinema Gloria. Yeah, I sent I sent a video to my mom as soon as we got there. I was like, this is great. How <laughs> oh, cool. As well as the restaurant that we ate the night before. So yeah, also, it wasn't just like an isolated incident. It was, yeah. you opened the ground and was like, oh, you're only supposed to pee in this place. Uh, was kind of my vibe at first. And then I realized, oh, there's toilet paper on the yeah. wall. There, uh, anything's game here. Also, this is in, we're talking about Como, Italy. One of the most beautiful places in the whole world. One of the most expensive places probably in the whole world. I mean, every famous person in the world has a house on in fucking Como, Italy. Ferraris just fucking passing by all the fucking time. I mean... Uh, the Swarovski Crystal Place is right down the street. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about fancy fucking goddamn place. Uh, George Clooney has a, a via there. And Barack has a fuck. Oh, the old Obama, our, our hero, has a fucking... Uh, place there i mean everyone has a fucking house on this lake richard branson one of the richest men in the world has a yeah. via there yeah i mean there's houses on the lake that are just covered in blast shields because they just come here for like a week a year you know maybe they're there maybe they're not but it's a fucking 50 million dollars i was looking at airbnb check this out i was looking at airbnbs and i was looking at long-term rentals there was places I saw that were like about as big as a house you'd find in DFW, whatever, three bedrooms, 85K a month. Fuck. <laughs> and I didn't even keep looking. I was just like, well, that's retarded. I'm never living here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. 85K a month to rent a fuck, uh, uh, a place in uh, uh, Como. Como, Italy. Anyway, this so place you would- you're playing had. Ancient squat toilets. Yeah, you would think uh, uh, billionaires are living here, such as Richard Branson. The toilets would be nice. No, uh, it's ceramic flooring with a little bit of grip for your shoe. Yeah. No handle on the wall. That's a... I'll tell you how how it went for me. Okay. We get there. uh, We go eat food. And the food pushes out my poop. So I got to go poop after that before we play. And uh, we're there very early, and I walk into the men's bathroom. None of the lights are on. This nice lady sees me that I am having a problem. The man, the she gets the manager. Manager comes. I'm walking out of the bathroom. She goes, "Oh, he's gonna go turn on the lights." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Sounds good." Wait about 30 seconds. I go back in the men's bathroom. All the lights are on. I open the door and I go, nope. (laughs) (laughs) I walk back out and then I sit there and I wait until that nice little lady walks away. And I'm like, I'm going to the disabled toilet. I'm using the disabled person. Because there are, in Europe, there's always a separate disabled person's toilet everywhere you go. Like, it has its own bathroom. Uh... So I went and used that, and uh, it was a mess. I had to clean up after myself. But at know. least it had a seat and a, th- a throne. Yeah, to... a seat. I had a throne. I had a throne. Anyway, later in the night, the night keeps going on. We're all having a good time. We're eating pasta. We're drinking. Of course, I, was... I had to take shit. And I've already, I've already had shit in the other one earlier in the night, and I'm like, uh, I'm not getting the full Italian experience. I need to... Try the whole. Damn, so you like... <laughs> it was... No, it was, it was intentional. 
I was like, you, because you, I said, so I got. You already took a shit in the regular one. And you and said, like, and you told me, you're like, hey, you know, this one's open. I said, I know it's open, but I think I've, I think I've got to do this. And, well, it's funny because you were like, all right, I'm going to go use, we were sitting in the green room and you're like, all right, I'm going to go use the disabled toilet. And I was like, cool. I mean, yeah, that's what I do or use the women's. Like, I don't give a shit, you know, like do whatever you got to do. And I remember, I don't know what I was doing, maybe getting a drink for Rachel or something. And I was, <laughs> I was walking from the green room to the bar. I got something to the bar. I was walking from the bar, I think, to Rachel, which is around the corner. Dustin flies past me, <laughs> almost keeled over. <laughs> Go it, just going. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. And I was like, I don't have any idea what he's talking about. I don't know what the fuck is just, what's happening? And I just keep walking. I give Rachel her thing. And I'm sitting there talking to Rachel. And Mark walks up. And lo and behold, you walk out of that goddamn bathroom. And I was like, oh, that's what he meant. I mean, you got to tell the story. You got to tell, yeah, yeah. tell, so, tell, tell us what happened. Me and Mark went in there together, and I was like, we were, he was going to pee, and he's like, I'm just going to accompany you in here for a second, and whatever. And so he goes in there, and he starts peeing. I go in there, I lock the door, I start to squat, and I realize I'm, I wear women's pants, and like the back pockets are like very shallow. I'm like, as soon as I do the squat, my phone is going to pop out of my back pocket. I, I know it. And it's gonna fall right into the hole. I so like I unlock it. I say I while well, scream Mark through the door. Mark, he's like, what, buddy? It's like, uh, can you hold my phone? He's like, ah, oh, I guess. <laughs> That's a Mark answer. Yeah. So I unlock the. I reopen the door, hand it to him. He's like, I'm. I can't be in here anymore. He just leaves the bathroom yeah. with my phone. I'm like, all right. That's just, when I met him. Yeah, yeah, that's when I met him. <laughs> so then I re went back in, locked the door. I start squatting, and I'm like, I'm going to poop my pants. Like, I, I don't know how you'd be in this angle, and there's no, there's no uh, places to hold your hands. It was just like wall, wall, and then uh, porcelain hole, and then a little bit of grip for like, your foot. Like, that's the thing, is I feel like when you're shitting in there, it's like almost got to be an emergency because there's nothing to hold on to. Like, so what do you hold? You're just like hand against each fucking wall. Like, what? But they were a little bit too far. And so like, I'm in there squatting my squat and then I just reached my other hand and pulled the bunch of my pants as forward as possible. And then by this time, Dustin's peeing in the toilet next to me. And he's like, I'm listening, buddy, or whatever. And then, uh... I'm just like sitting there like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just as surprised as you are, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and it was kind of like uh, that scene on Jackass where he just like shits and it just like shoots out and it went right in the hole and it uh, hey, fucking... You told me it was a swish, It bro. was a fucking swish and like it made this like, when it hit the like, when it hit the water to the point that like Dustin in the stall next door was like... <laughs> Heard it and died laughing. Sprinted out of his stall. Sprinted out of the That's bathroom. When I saw Dustin. That's when you saw him sprinting past you and said, "He's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's really doing it." Is what he said. <laughs> At this point, I think uh, we've talked about shitting on our show 
every episode. I think yeah, we're uh, like yeah. whatever five for five of the yeah, new uh, for sure. we the new sodes. It's a it's an important topic out here on the road. Yeah, really I think we're is. competing with old uh, Keekers and Ferg, our buddies, yeah. for uh, most uh, shitting your pants stories on the uh, a podcast. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we talk about a lot. I I I just I can't. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> I proud myself too. Like yeah. I wanted the full Italian experience. You know, yeah. like well, it seems like everybody there was like, "This isn't even a thing. Who cares?" Yeah, and it's like, man, I. It took some acrobatics. I mean, yeah. it was it was some hardcore balancing. Did you find some muscles you didn't know you had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like that's the deal. Like, I I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a fan. I'm not. A, here's the thing, I am down to take a squat shit. Yeah, I don't need to aim. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm down to squat and shit. I don't know that I want to be wearing pants, and I don't know that I want to have to aim it. I was just so worried that it was going to go right back into my underwear. Yes. <laughs> and then what do you do? It was, what, 15 minutes before the show? It was very close very to showtime. Cl- I mean, it was so close. It was cutting it close. It was so close that I was like, I can't do this one thing because I'm going to have to get on stage, like, right now. I was kind of thinking about that. I was just going, like, if I miss, what the fuck do what I do? do? <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. You got to call your buds. They got to get into your fucking suitcase. Uh-huh. They got to pull it Bros, away. Bros, I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> There's been an accident. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did uh, I did shit my pants uh, right before we played once. And uh, we were doing a... a what? We were doing a, a showcase, a, a Deep Ellum showcase, whatever. Oh, I remember this, yeah. And... Uh, I didn't have time to use the bathroom, so I like I went outside the club and I was just pissing on the wall of the club. At trees. Yeah, while well, I was while well, I was down the street, I was at the the profit bar, and we I was like gonna piss and then run to trees, and so as I'm pissing at profit bar, I piss and then I shit in my pants, and then I'm like fuck, and I just ran to trees, and then we're like going on stage. I'm like. Fuck, I've pit shit in my pants, you know? And then so I ran to the bathroom there, and I'm just, like, s- trying to, like, scrape it out. <laughs> and, like, salvage them. And, like, I was wearing boots or something that, like, I didn't have time to take. Boots and skinny jeans or, you know, like, a, a situation where, you're like, I would ditch these underwear in a heartbeat, except for, like, we're going on stage in, like, three minutes. Right now. Yeah, like, our walk-on music, so I don't have time, so I'm just, like, scraping this shit out. And then, like... You shit your pants hard. Like, it wasn't just, like, a little chart. <laughs> it was, like, a full shit. And it was, like, <laughs> in the medium there. And then, like, I remember we were doing, like, Juke Joint Lover or something. And I'm like, Mark, what key is this song in? He's like, I don't know, buddy. I don't know. T- are you fucking with me right now? And I'm like, uh, sadly, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the night they turned your keys off. <laughs> they, they did not turn my keys off. <laughs> I wish they did. <laughs> well, last time, last time I shit my pants. This is not nearly as funny a story. Last time I shit my pants, we were in San Antonio, and we went to a place that I picked, that I knew I wanted to go to, called uh, the Original Donut Shop in San Antonio, and it's fucking bomb. And the donuts are great, and the breakfast tacos are fucking great. Was it Donut Taco Palace? 
No, it's called oh. the original donut okay, shop. Okay. See, we, we, we okay. all went there together. Yeah. And I ordered like a million tacos. I was like, hell yeah. And I was about halfway through my tacos, took a chance on a fart, and it was... Did not work out. Not a fart. And I didn't tell anybody. I just <laughs> <laughs> got that wide-eyed look, immediately went to the bathroom, cleaned out my underpants, and this is when I was not... This is why I wear underwear now. I wasn't wearing underwear at the time. <laughs> stay in my pants. Stay in my jeans. And... uh Cleaned out, said people are knocking on that fucking door because that place was packed, it was man. Packed, it was yeah. packed. <laughs> it was packed. People weren't, there was a wonder for the men. Oh, no. Yeah, it was a wonder for the men. So I'm in there 20 minutes cleaning it out. Well, the traffic jam is building. Traffic <sighs> jam is building. I get out there and I clean it out of there and I, I come, I sit down, I just eat the rest of the tacos. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these are good. I'm not fucking. What am I gonna do about this? I'm not leaving these. You know, I'm thinking, uh, it's a good thing we have our own podcast now because we've just told two shitting our pants stories and we've told a shitting a shitting story of some sort for whatever five six episodes in a row now. Uh, we did an interview a, a long time ago, uh, and it was supposed to come out as a podcast for somebody oh else's God. podcast, and we kind of took it over by telling five six seven shitting our pants stories. That podcast never aired. They're like, yeah, like, this is not okay. And you know how bad it is? is maybe we should take a cue from this, is Rachel just put her headphones in. (laughs) (laughs) Look, 69 is the special episode. You're getting the special stories. Yeah, yeah, you're getting the special stories. Special sauce. Yeah, these are intense. These are are the deep cut Vandalier stories. Okay, well, the deepest cut of all, coming up next... We're going to play some songs just to clear the palette. The good story's coming up. The the one you've been waiting for, tuning in for, it's coming up next. And maybe coming up for the next two breaks. Who fucking knows? I feel like two breaks is a, is a, is a yeah, I think that's the way to go. It's going to take some while to unpack this. Yeah. So uh, first, we need to clear our heads. You need to listen to some songs and get in the, get, get the spirit right. It, you're going to need to be in this, this place for it. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. We got some really good stuff coming up. So fucking listen to this, and then we got some hilarious, well, creepy fucking disturbing shit. Disturbing ass story coming yeah. for you later. Luckily for you, this yeah. is the most uh, musically diverse show we've ever put together. In yeah. fact, maybe my in the in the history of these sixty nine episodes, favorite collection of songs all front to back that I've ever put together. I think it's Rex, bro. Yeah. Let's listen to some songs. <laughs> Hell yeah, you just heard some Idols before that, some Viagra Boys. I'm glad we get to play so much more punk rock on the show these days. That's super cool. (laughs) Yeah, you know, uh, Idols is so fucking fire. Uh, Me and Rachel wanted to go see them really bad at Granada a couple years ago, and the tickets sold out in like 15 seconds (laughs) or fucking some shit. And then Viagra Boys, yeah, uh, Taylor from... uh, Mac of the Moon Pies, the drummer, is always wearing a Viagra Boy hat. And it's like, fuck yeah, bro. So cool, man. Love that band so hard. I love that when they do the country covers, which we've played on the show before, and they're all so fucked up. Yeah, yo. Like, alcohol fucked up? <laughs> yeah, like, it's crazy. Like, it's, you're like, what's happening right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Is that what song I fucking think it is? Like- yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> 
All right, so you've been waiting two weeks for this story. I've been waiting my whole life to fucking tell this story because I need to get some shit off my chest. I really can't believe this is happening right now. I really didn't expect for this story ever really to get told. Honestly, I never thought this story would go public. And I'd only, I only got the idea a couple weeks ago because it ate away for me. It's been eating at me for 12 years to the point where, like, I've told this story over 100 times to my close friends, but it, the last thing I say when I tell this story to all these people is, what did these people think? And my only regret is not knowing what these people's reaction was the next day after this event took place. And it's one of those pranks where, like, the whole deal with doing a prank on a person, and this wasn't a prank, but, like, I'm calling it a prank here. If When you do a prank on someone, you know, you hide in a bush and see, like, oh, whoa, whoa, and you get to see how they react. In the case of this one that I'm about to describe to you imminently, you never get to know their reaction. And it's it could be the greatest prank of all time, but there's no payoff. So, like... What's the motivation for even doing it? I mean, I also know that, like, a, more than a couple guys in the band that we are in right now are fairly nervous about this <laughs> story being told. So, like, it's a, it's a pretty intense thing that we're about to be talking about. Uh, maybe not to build it up too much or anything. Uh, but I know if this happened to me, I couldn't sleep at night. For sure. It's it's super fucked up. And so, uh, again, I want to reiterate, the reason I decided I finally do want to tell it is because I do kind of just want to find these people. And I I don't know if it's possible, but I know it's never it's not going to be possible if I just go my whole life never telling it. Telling anyone, yeah. And I feel like if I do tell it and then like you guys tell it to your friends and they tell it to their friends and blah, 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 the chain can finally spread and maybe it'll get back to them that someone knows their side of the story and then they can wiggle their way back up and figure out that we know the other side of the story and we can get together and maybe have a phone call with them or a, maybe they can be on the show or I don't know, but I just need to know what they think. And also, I feel like they need to know that I know the other side of the story and they can put their mind at ease and go... They can sleep again at night. I mean, so... You know, I know you think about this all the time. And I think about it occasionally. And again, like just like you, my biggest question is your biggest question. What happened to these people? <laughs> <laughs> what happened when they found this thing? Yeah. Like, I think, I think you should... Let's dive in. I think you should start okay. going into this. So 12-ish uh, years ago, uh, I was playing in a band... Our bass player from uh, Vandaliers now, Mark, was the lead guitar player in this band. And our original Vandaliers player, uh, bass player, uh, Jack, was the bass player in this band. So three people that have been in Vandaliers were in this band. But this band was uh, not even a fraction of as successful as Vandaliers is, and we're not successful. So what I'm trying to say here is uh, most nights... We were lucky if we could crash at a like a crust punk house or something. We slept on a lot of hardwood floors. A lot of houses were like 10 dudes would be with like 14 cats. 
I mean, this is not an exaggeration. You've been in these places. Yeah, man. I mean, it sounds like the the beginning of Vandaliers, but not even. Like, that's that's when you're doing it, like, because you just don't give a fuck about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? So that is to say, we were on a tour, and you're, I mean, you're lucky to just be, like, meeting people at the shows just to, like, try to make connections to sleep on their floors or whatever. Yeah, it's, and, like, it's like, yeah, you, like, you've got to play free shows because, like, yeah. no one's going to buy a ticket because they don't know who you are. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so we're working our way up to Chicago, and we actually did have um, an invite to record a day trotter session, which was um hour, hour and a half outside of Chicago. Yeah, that's right. So we're working our way from Texas to this point, sleeping on hardwood floors, eating dog food, not really, but, you know, like, <laughs> a low end of close, the totem pole. Yeah, close, yeah. <coughs> so the, after we played this thing, um, or it was the day before we recorded this thing, right near it was this casino that had... Y'all did a day trotter? We did a day trotter. Oh, cool. Never mind. Yeah. Another time. Another time. <laughs> okay. Another time. Anyway, uh, a casino that had a... It was a riverboat casino, and that's why it was legal. But the casino, the boat was cemented into the ground. Yes. And it had a permanent cement bridge to the hotel. Yes. But if you stayed there, it was super fucking cheap. And so we scraped our pennies together and we're like, we can actually kind of afford this if we play our cards right. Because they just want to get you in to the casino to gamble. So they're just giving these rooms away. Yeah. So that's the only reason we're in a hotel on this night. Like yeah, I said, yeah. we don't stay in hotels. We're super, super fucking poor. This night was in a casino? It was in a casino. Riverboat casino. A riverboat casino. Man, this is like, I feel like this is an important detail you've always left out that I didn't know. So, the funny thing is, when you're trying to go into the casino, they were like, oh, you can't go in here right now. The boat's adrift at sea or whatever. You're like, no, it's, I can see it. It's right there. And <laughs> it's like, cemented into the ground. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you can't board this boat right now. You can only board it at the times when it's in port. And you're like, in port? It's right there. I can fucking see it. <laughs> It's always it's, it's always, always in port. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, no. Once every however long, so you're just standing there waiting for like the thirty minute mark to come. Meanwhile, people are coming off the boat continuously, and you're like, why can they? Why are they being able to get off this boat? It's in port. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is this? What is what's happening right now? <laughs> and yeah, we go down there like uh, you know we're playing blackjack. These are not important details of the story. We're going on a tangent now. I think we can skip this part, but. Who cares? I'm yeah, like, anyway. Do, do, do your story, bro. Night's happening. We make some per diem, but not much. And uh, go back up to the room. We're watching TV. And this is another important detail. The, the hotel had many different like buildings next to one another. They were all different heights. And so... On this casino hotel? It was... Like I said, the casino was in the boat. The, then it had a bridge... Over to the hotel. Oh, now I get it. It's like a whole resort thing where you can gamble, but only on the river. Only on the boat, but you got can't it. get on the boat. I got but, it. But once every thirty I feel minutes, like or this is a weird thing that I did never understand. It's a weird loophole. Yeah. 
Okay. This is like Ozarks. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Exactly an Ozark loophole. Yeah. So anyway, we're up in our, like, we're pretty high up in this casino. And uh, we open our door and we're like, oh, shit, we got a balcony. And then we look out and we're like, our balcony right on the other side doesn't look out into, like, a hole or a parking lot or a view. It looks onto the roof of the level of the level below us. Okay. Because there's, like, many different levels of these roofs. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we're like, well, that's kind of interesting or whatever. I don't, we were just smoking out there and then went back to bed. Then we look over and we said, uh, uh, where's our drummer or whatever. And, uh, you almost said his name. Yeah. Well, (laughs) let's call him Terry. (laughs) Okay, Terry. (laughs) So we're like, where's Terry? And, uh, we're like, fuck, we run out to the balcony. We look over to the right, and he's scaling the wall of the hotel. And we're like, oh, fuck. And we reach, you know, we kind of jump over there. We reach our hands up, kind of scale a foot or two. We're not going to do the full commitment, but we're grasping, you know, our hands up at his heels. He's just out of reach. We're like, oh, fuck. So we go back to, you know, in the hotel. We're sitting on a bed going, Okay, okay, what's going to happen? I don't know. We're maybe going to get kicked out of this hotel. We can't afford another one. I don't know where we're going to sleep tonight. We're in fucking Chicago. We live in Dallas. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. So we're kind of panicking, trying to make a plan. I don't know, five, ten minutes of this, of us going, what the fuck are we going to do? What the fuck are we going to do? Just complete panic mode. Yeah, of, of course. Uh, here comes Terry, scaling back down. He plops into our room, uh, plops onto the bed over his shoulder, a giant duffel bag that you would maybe use to pack like two weeks of clothes to go on tour, like a uh, giant duffel bag. Like a, like a big, like what we carry on the on, on tour with us. Yes. Yeah, okay. The big boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, what the fuck, dude? And he goes, hey, I just scaled the wall. I popped into somebody's hotel room. They weren't in there. Slid the door open, it was unlocked, and I found this bag, so I brought it back down with me. How cool is that? We're like, not cool, Terry. <laughs> not fucking cool, man. Terry. What are you thinking, Terry? <laughs> so he plops it on the bed, unzips it. It's uh, thousands and thousands of dollars of camera equipment, lenses, the giant fucking lenses, and many of them the big cameras, the SLRs, it was just like professional uh, uh, guy up there. This is his whole rig. Yeah. And he's like, how cool is this? And we're like, holy fuck, Terry, we're going to jail. <laughs> like, uh, I, think, I think maybe right now we should split it and do the rest of the story in the next break. Right now, right? No? Or do uh, we keep going? Uh. We could do what you want to do. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, 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 right. We've been talking a while. Yeah, I think, I think we've been talking long enough. Let's let's keep this. He's just found all this camera equipment. He just brought all this camera equipment in the room. I feel like this is halfway through the story, right? Yeah, it's about halfway. This is a good spot. So song. Let's, let's keep this going on the next one. I like this. You know, okay. This in the meantime, you need to play a bunch of punk rock songs? Yeah, we'll play a bunch of fucking rock songs. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It'll be nice. It's, 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 and we'll have a bunch of crazy... the. End of the story on the next break. Yeah. 69, dudes. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Let's do it. 
All right, so we just heard a, I assume, great Guns N' Roses song. I <laughs> I didn't listen to it. Uh, but really what the big deal is here is we're right in the middle of a uh, wonderful Corey Graves story. Uh, what has happened so far is that so far our friend Terry is climbed up a wall outside of a hotel into another person's room. Uh, stolen a duffel bag, taken it downstairs back to their room, open it up, and there's thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands of dollars of camera equipment in it. And we're about to find what is going to happen after this. And Corey, go ahead. Yeah, so what you need to know is Terry's a psychopath. Terry is a psychopath. <laughs> and there's lots of stories about this person. <laughs> to where he doesn't read people. He, uh, as far as... He was, thought we were going to think this is cool. And so he's like, look at all this stuff I stole. How cool am I? And we're like, not cool, Terry. Not cool. How would anybody think it was cool? I mean, the other stories that I always hear about him are him peeing on people when they don't realize they're getting peed on. And he thinks that's really funny. Yeah. Not funny. That's not funny. Well, I've heard him do a lot of, I've witnessed him do a lot of things. And the whole deal is he doesn't know how people are going to react and he can't anticipate how people are going to react. He and then he judges his reaction over on their reaction. So it's a weird dynamic. But he thought we were going to think this was so cool because we'd been doing a bunch of debaucherous shit on this tour. Like we but, all do. Every tour yeah. is like that. And these were like even more fucked up because we had nothing to lose. We were staying in shit houses on shit floors. And well, it's different when you're a little younger, when you have a little bit less money. There's a little less to like lose. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah, you're just like we committed a few more crimes back then. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. And we're doing. I feel like we're breaking law literally every day, all day. Yeah. All the time, right now, and it's like nothing, right? Yeah. But yeah, back then it was like. You're doing yeah much crazier shit because there's less to lose. Yeah, so yeah. he thought we were think yeah yeah he thought we were gonna think this is cool and he's like look at this all this shit I did and we're like Terry what the fuck they're gonna like what do we do with this like we can't take this with us we can't leave it in the room because these rooms have our name on them they're gonna yep. tie back to us you can't put it back in their room because they'll catch you you yep. can't we can't just put it in the hall there's cameras in the hall because it's a casino. Yep. We went through every fucking scenario, and we're like, we can't figure out what to do with this. We're like, we're about to get kicked out of this hotel. We were starting to... So then we started going into, like, crisis mode, going, where are we going to sleep? Because we are assuming we are not sleeping in this hotel. Yeah. What's next? Where are we going to be? Uh, who, who can we call? We don't know anyone here. What the fuck are we going to do? How can we even, like... Put this bag somewhere that it can't be tied back. Where, where's Terry? Oh, holy fuck! Where's Terry? <laughs> we look over. Oh, where's the bag? The bag's gone. Terry's gone. As we we're planning, we just somehow lost sight of him. Looked over. He's gone. Holy fuck! We just see the heel of his shoe over the top of our balcony window. And was the bag gone too? Yes. Okay. And so we ran out to the balcony and go, "Holy Terry!" And he's scaling. The hotel wall once again, as he was in the first part of the story, this time with the duffel bag over his shoulder. And we go, God damn it. So, like, we go back in the room, double down on our planning. 
Where can we sleep? Where can we drive to? Who can we be with? Where, how are we going to sleep in the seats in the van? Who's going to do what? How are we going to make sure none of this ties back to us? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we're like panicking. Heels come back down the window. And Terry... Crazy to me. Crazy to me. <laughs> Terry pops back down and he says, and this is the best fucking part of the story and the part we're going to need your help with. Terry says, don't worry, guys. I put the bag back in the room. No one saw me do it. No one knows I took it. We're going to be fine. We can sleep in this hotel. Everybody just be cool. All good. And we said, uh, yeah, okay, cool. Okay, sounds good. Everybody's relaxing, getting under the covers, going, okay, I think this is going to be all right. It's going to... You know, dodged a bullet there. And then Terry says, and this is the creepiest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's the creepiest thing I've heard in my life. When I went back up there to put the bag back, the people were in the room asleep in the beds. And we go, what the fuck, Terry? (laughs) What the fuck? How did you just go in there and do that? And he said, and you know what? Before I left the room, I got one of their cameras out of the bag and took a picture of them asleep in their beds. Did this happen? <laughs> did this happen? Is this real? Did it happen? Did did someone fucking wake up the next day and they were like going through their wonderful pictures of their trip to Chicago with their family and they're like, what is this picture of us? Did you? Oh, no, you're there. Uh... <laughs> Uh, did you take the picture? No. Did you wait? We're both in it. Both Who in the it? fuck Who took the this fuck picture? Took the picture. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I mean, t- how would you explain that if you were, if you were the person in that bed, and you woke up and found your camera and looked at the photos and saw yourself on your own camera and know that you didn't take the picture? How would you explain that? Ghost. Yeah, I, ghost. Yeah. I mean. Also, especially like, what do you do? Like, all my shit's closed again. My stuff's not out. Like, what the fuck happened? Front door's locked. The front door's locked. Back, you know, we're in a casino. We're this, like on the twentieth floor. This Who's is, this? Is not a haunted hotel, yeah. right? <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, like like he scaled. So like they were up there, and we were up there, and he scaled high. Like they're on like the twentieth floor of this hotel. Like it ain't just like oh we're on the first floor and somebody slid the door open. I mean, I think the thing is with this is like, what do you do when you realize? there's a picture of you on your camera that you didn't take that you're in, that your partner's in, in a locked room. What's the explanation? It blows my mind. Is it a ghost? I don't fucking know. I mean, I... What would you think? What would your initial reaction be? You've got to go kind of crazy. I feel like my initial reaction is like, and this is dumb... But probably like a good like ghost. But like <laughs> but like that's dumb. Yeah. Like So then you're like, who the fuck was in here? Yeah, like and then the, 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 And then why didn't they take anything the else? The thing that's scarier than ghost 
is a real person, right? So, like, a ghost is, like, one of those things you're like, eh, well, whatever. Like, a weird thing happened, and I don't know how to explain it. It was a ghost. But then the weird thing is, is, was American Psycho in my fucking broom? And then why didn't he kill us? Why didn't he kill us? Or rape us or do anything else? Or Or steal anything? I mean, like, what was the point of doing this? Why was this a thing? What happened? Uh... Yeah, I, I mean, like I mean, like I said before, like <laughs> how said would before, you be in a hotel after that? Like I said before, I could not be a hotel. Man. I mean, if that happened to us now, and I woke up one day, and honestly, this probably wouldn't happen because I don't look my through my pictures as much, and it would probably be weeks later, which is also weird. Also, yeah, they probably didn't look at that shit for a while. Yeah, but like, if I woke up, if one day I was in a hotel or I was in the van one day and I was driving down the road. And I looked at my pictures, and I was like, oh, my God, there's a picture of me and Rachel. Which one of you assholes took this shit? Yeah, <laughs> well, or, like, me, Rachel, Corey, and Dustin <laughs> all in bed in separate, like, you'd be like, uh. <laughs> How the fuck? Yeah, I wouldn't be able to. There's sleep. no explanation that's logical there's, in any sort of way. There's no way I could sleep. There's no way I could ever fucking sleep. Like, I would be so worried all the time about my safety that I would not be able to live. Yeah. And, 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 I'm hoping and, these people are alive. And my yeah. other and my other hope yeah. is that like I want all of you guys to tell the story to everyone you know, not to promote our podcast, but so that we can find these people. Let's yeah. get, let's let's get these people on the show if we possibly can and Unless they're going to, like, uh, you know, try to press charges or something. But, uh, if they just want to, like, some closure, and I want some closure, if it's going to be an innocent thing, let's find these people. And help them and tell them, hey, we know what the fuck happened. And You're not crazy, but our friend is. Our friend is. Our friend Terry is a wild person. I can't believe I still follow him on Instagram. And I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where we're going to go from here, but uh, I think the first step is uh, to, you know, moving on is let's play some songs that are fucking nice. Yeah, fucking nice. 69, baby. Fucking nice. All right. You're listening to episode number 69. I can't believe it. It's so nice. It's <laughs> of, so nice. Of Americana. With your pals Corey and Travis so of the nice. Vandaliers and Americinda, I can't I can't believe how nice this episode is. How nice it feels. How good it feels. It's like uh, <laughs> orgasmic. <experience. laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> we just heard some Shonen Knife and uh, what it's Boomtown Rats, Green Day, a lot of yeah. other punk stuff. I fucking love that we can play so much cool shit on the show that we couldn't play before. It's really nice. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm I'm really happy that uh, we're doing a thing that uh, is ours completely now. Yeah, and yeah. we keep saying that, and I, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I know. Yeah, we, <laughs> we do harp on it, but uh, it does feel nice. Yeah, it does feel nice. So you just heard our story about the uh, you know, the thing we've been trying to get off our chests about the the picture and the on the fucking phone, the mystery picture. Please help us find these people. 
I can't stress this enough. I'm going to die a crazy person if I can't know what happened I to these hope, fucking people. I hope it was uh, an intense enough story for people to really be like, what the fuck? Like, let me go go out and see if I can do a little research, see if I can find a uh, issue of this. And I know you look occasionally yeah. trying to find if someone's come out and said, we found this picture on her fucking shit. And oh, yeah, stuff. I'll look on Reddit and stuff. And be like, has anyone ever, like... Said, I found a picture of myself on my own phone, like on like ghost threads and stuff. Also, was Terry just lying? Also, Terry's a psychopath, and he's done a lot of things that like, he could have just fucking lied to see what our reaction would be. I mean, maybe he just set that shit back in their room. Maybe he set it in somebody else's room. Maybe, maybe nobody has any, is any of the wiser at all. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Yeah, they might not even been in the fucking room. Terry was a crazy person. You can't really believe a thing he said, but somehow I tended to believe that one, and it stuck with me for twelve ish, maybe more years. I'm and gonna keep believing it because I like the story of it. I and I do like it, and I want to know the end, and I really do want you guys to help us find the end of this story. Please help us find these people. Yeah, if these people are around, if you know anybody who you've ever heard this story from, I feel like it's one of those stories where. If enough people just keep telling it, they'll tell it to their friends. It's a good enough story where people will want to tell it to their friend, who wants to tell it to their friend, who wants to tell it to their friend, and eventually somebody's going to tell it and somebody's going to go, that's me. And one, I feel like the person that's, that, me, that, that is, that's me, has told also a million people. I do too. Because. How has it not gotten back to us? How could you not? Because yeah. how could you not just tell that story like, how would you? How are you not at the bar and be like, "Well, that you think that's crazy? Let me tell you about this." And everybody's like, "Fuck!" Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens whenever I tell that story at the bar. People go, "What the fuck?" That's what the story's like. If you are that person that tells that story, uh, did that happen to? You're like, "You're crazy." Yeah, that didn't happen. You're crazy. But then they have the picture. Yeah, if they kept, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe Terry was lying. That <sighs> fucking pissing old Terry. Pissing old Terry, man. Dude. Fucking old boy. I'll tell you what. I haven't seen that guy in five years. It's been a minute. Oh, no, he was at a... No. Uh, I saw oh, him. no, we saw him not that long ago. At our Lola's show, then last night that Lola's was a bar, and then all, then all of a sudden Lola's was just a different bar. Yeah, Those lying-ass uh, bitches. Yeah, so fucking... The last show, we're done, we're done, we're done. Nah, we're just moving. And <laughs> and also, this bar's not being torn down. It's just becoming a different bar. Yeah, it's, and it's also going to have live music. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I saw a show there the other day. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Fucking bullshit, bro. Uh-huh. Bullshit, bro. And I mean, it is not the same fucking place at all, but uh, bullshit, man. <laughs> anyway, so, I mean... Well, on the subject of ghosts, we've got a lot of good ghost stories because I know we've stayed at a lot of haunted places on tour. Yeah. Uh, for instance, we were in Galva, Illinois. Let's let's start there. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. We were doing one of those kids in the fountain shows, and they were like free room and board was part of it, and they put us in this Airbnb. But the- I remember that was one night when uh, we were, we were doing that show, and I was like, "This is fucking shit," and I was like. Oh, my, Mike and the Moo Pies play next week. All right. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool enough for them. It's cool enough for us. Yeah, it's cool enough for me. Yeah. So we, the Airbnb they put us up in was a Civil War hospital 
that they yeah. like repackaged into a bed and breakfast. But then also like a like a, like there was a sickness that rolled through town. It was also that hospital. Like something fucked up as well, other than civil war as well. Yeah, and so they said like hundreds of people had died there. Yeah, and they had seen a ghost frequently that was uh, they thought was one of the nurses. Yeah. Because they were always trying to, like, tuck people into the beds and, like, trying mm. to take care of patients. Yeah. Uh, and we had a great night. We got really drunk there after the show with uh, the owner and, like, this guy named Irish. You remember Irish? Yeah, he was a relative of the owner. He was? Okay, yeah. I don't even remember. And I remember he told us this crazy story about getting, like, hit by a car <laughs> or something. He was a character. <laughs> he was a character. And uh, the owner gave me, uh, drunkenly gave me a Pendleton vest that I think he regretted later. <laughs> uh, but got lots of use, got lots of use. Yeah, you still wear that to this day, man. I do. And, um, yeah, so we were, uh, you know, it was the end of that night. And we all had separate rooms. But me, Corey, and Josh all decided to stay in the same room that was supposed to be the haunted room by the nurse. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember getting in there, and we were all fucking hammer drunk. I mean, like, three sheets of the wind. Oh, yeah. And they were like, it helps if you, like, we're, like, reading how to conjure a ghost and shit. And they're like, it helps if you, like, talk to them and stuff. So we're like, hey, ghost, tuck me into this bed. Come on, tuck me in. Come jerk me off. (laughs) Come give take me, care of me, nurse. Yeah, like, give me your nurse's touch. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You ever tried yeah. jerking off with a ghost hand? Nothing, nothing yeah. bro. Literally nothing. You know what we learned that from? Andy Milanakis. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so we, and we've stayed in several uh, haunted, supposedly haunted places on the tour. For instance, we were in Billings, Montana. We that was a little weird. We stayed in a hotel where... A person had like robbed a bank or something and they were running from the cops and the cop or whoever shot them and they stumbled into the hotel lobby and died uh, like whatever, a hundred years ago or however long uh, it was. It's the Dude Ranch. The Dude Rancher Inn. Right? Yeah, yeah, there we go. And so we read about this on the internet and we went back in. We'd done a show. We came back in, like, drunk from the show. We weren't in the haunted room or anything, and uh, there was a lady working the front desk, an innocent uh, lady, and we're like, hey, we heard there was some ghost stuff here. Can you blah, blah? She's like, do you want to go on the ghost tour? And we're like, yeah. She's like, no one's staying in the ghost room tonight. I'll just take you up there. And I was like, okay, for payment, do you just want this box of Ritz crackers that I'm holding? I don't Half f- eaten Ritz cracker <laughs> box. And she's like, yeah, I guess, or whatever. Set it on the counter. She takes us on these, like, underground tunnels under the hotel. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was wild going underground and stuff. And you're like, hey, is she going to rape me? What's <laughs> happening down here? <laughs> she takes us up to the haunted room and tells a story of, like, a... Different things about the room locking on its own and then, like, not letting people out and cold things happening and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, the lady that had owned the hotel, like, 
was decrepit and like lived in that room, didn't leave it for years and years and years, and people like waited on her hand and foot, and she died in that room, I think. Yeah, or nearby, yeah, something like that, yeah. Anyway, we didn't see any haunted things that night, but it was a spooky, cool time anyway. Well, I feel like the thing was is like we did go into that room, and then the room was like insanely cold. It was like, colder. I will give you that. Like like a cold like a coldness to where you're like this is colder than outside. Yeah, and it's colder than the hall I was just in. Which is weird. Like, so, why would that be a thing? The best part of this story is we stayed in that hotel a second time. We did. Uh, with, and we had changed drummers in between. And if we go back to the hotel, they put us in different rooms. And one of the rooms was directly underneath the haunted room. Yes. And the other room was next door. But something about the room was... Off, uh, as far as like uh, it was dirty or something didn't oh, work. Uh, Mark found a bug. Or those bugs in the room. Anyway, so we went back to the front desk and we were like, "Hey, there's this is not up to par. We can't stay in this room." So the other room they moved to the haunted room. The haunted room. Yeah, man. And our drummer that we had acquired recently was it is super into. That stuff, ghost hunting the stuff. Spooky stuff. The spooky and stuff. And he goes on ghost hunting tours, stays in haunted places, has ghost hunting tools. And we're, he was the one getting moved into the ghost haunted room. And we're yeah. like, buddy, good job. Congratulations. Yeah, awesome. awesome. And he's like, I'm going to put my EVP collecting thing on and I'm just going to see what I collect. Yeah. He just, well, he just left it on like kind of all night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the best part of this story is everyone in his room went downstairs to smoke a cigarette. Me and Dustin went up to scare him. But when we got up there, we realized they were gone and he was in the shower alone, but he had left his little EVP collecting device on. So we made a lot of creepy noises into it. Like Dustin had this app that sounded like a television like uh trying to lock into a channel that wouldn't quite lock into a channel like voices and yeah. static and in between channel noises and then uh we made some other creepy noises and shit we walked back downstairs he threw a bible on the ground right oh yeah we put a bible on his bed turned to page 666 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> super smart but we yeah, we got back down the stairs. No one saw us do it. So the next day, Trey's like going through all of his uh, ghost you know materials, and he's like, "I found this uh, right in this zone. Some creepy noises. You can hear a door open. You can hear a door slam. You can hear this. You can hear a ghost voices. say this. You can hear voices." And he was fucking terrified. <laughs> uh, also, he still doesn't know that this isn't all real. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how many of these podcasts he listens to. I don't think he knows to this day that that's not ghosts. I mean, every once in a while he brings it up. He goes, but what about those things we heard in Montana? It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, else, everyone else just kind of locks eyes and be like. 
but we heard those EVPs that time. Yeah, yeah. and we all were like, yeah, man, I mean, you're right. I don't know what, to, I mean, that shit's crazy. I can't explain right? it. I can't <laughs> explain it. So don't tell him. <laughs> don't tell him. I'm surprised we're talking about it. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I've got like 10 more ghost stories. Let's fucking save them. Let's Ooh. play fucking first. Uh, more songs that are fucking nice. Nice. 69, baby. Nice. Alright, so we've been talking about all this ghost shit And uh, obviously you just hear, heard a ridiculous ass story about A ridiculous trick that was playing on Trey That he does not know about at all uh, Please, again, do not tell him <laughs> Keep this a secret as long as you can Because he does not listen to this shit and none of our friends do because they don't. Except for Danielle and Sarah. Yeah, we yeah. love you, Danielle yeah, and yeah, Sarah. Don't fucking say shit. <laughs> don't fucking say shit. Also, we gotta we do have to mention Danielle and Sarah every episode. Every That's episode. kind of our thing. Well, that was also the whole deal. It's like, yeah, you gotta mention them so they don't tell them, right? Oh you yeah. Know, you, you yeah. know, we're specifically talking to you, Danielle and Sarah. Don't you, tell Trey. Don't do not tell Trey. Uh, you're the only people who listen closely enough to tell him. Anyway, so when I was a kid. I was super into ghosts, like, uh, when I was in college, especially, I was definitely in some stupid-ass group that had its own stupid-ass name that went out and looked in different places in Texas for stupid-ass ghosts, and I did see and experience some weird shit, uh... Dude, what's the weirdest? Like, let's boil it down to what's... Do some hyper-real cool... What's the best okay, story so you got? Some of the some of the weirdest things. Uh, let's go with, and I don't, you know, here's the thing. I'm not gonna remember where a lot of these were. I think this first one was at maybe a place called. Maybe at a place called Chapel Hill Cemetery. I can't really remember, and I think this was not actually in Chapel Hill, Texas. I think it was somewhere else. Uh, it was middle of nowhere. Uh, cemetery, literally, country road, nothing around it. And I took a picture, and I got a weird anomaly coming out of the ground. Um, and Baby. Yeah, like, a very weird thing. And then in the same place, I saw maybe not a full person ghost, but definitely something Weird was Terry there? Yeah, something. Yeah, Terry was there. <laughs> <coughs> if Terry Terry is also a woman, so yeah, it could have been Terry. Um, uh, I've also gotten a, a couple weird things where that I've recorded on like a recording machine. I don't know what do you want to call it, like they use in college where you record a lecture. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, EV. EVP, whatever you want to fucking call them, where I wouldn't tell anybody what was going on and I would just play this, a thing for a person. They go, what'd that person say? And I go, oh, that wasn't a person. Like, there was no one there in that room at oh, all right creepy. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did it say? Uh, You know, and I don't, well, that's the thing is I don't remember. I don't, I, this is such a bad story because I, I literally don't remember. But like, it was always... The, the definite human voice, definitely though, human like, not voice. just yeah, it was like I think I have it 
really it happened best like once and it was a female voice and I don't remember what they were saying. Uh, but every time I played it to anybody, they're like, what was that person saying? I was like, cool, you also hear it. This yeah, isn't, I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah, like I'm not a crazy person. The most crazy experience I ever had was in this place in Gainesville, Texas called the Hill House Manor. No, that's not what it's called. Because that's a video game. Uh, like the Gainesville House or something. We would the go, Goatman Bridge. Yeah, yeah you, could, you could go up there and like it was a no, like they knew it was like this haunt, weird haunted place. And you could like go and maybe spend 50 bucks and spend all night there. And uh, one night we were up there we used dousing rods and we used them for hours and we kept getting the same answers on them. Uh, we left a camera out all fucking night. Uh, but we were always with it except for, for one hour and it took a picture by itself. Uh, and then while we were all down in the living room, this is the craziest thing that's probably ever happened in a while. We were all down in the living room at some point with the owner uh with everyone was there no one was looking for anything at the time because it was a big mansion like it was this big like lot of <laughs> lot of rooms a lot of weird rooms all in the living room all of a sudden in the middle of the fucking room this fucking blue orb about the size of i'd say a basketball damn showed up in the middle of the room and uh, it went from the middle of the room across the room, kind of quick, not not quick, like like kind of like Dude. like like that, and then it shot out the window, and we were like, oh, it must have been a car. So we all ran outside, and there was no fucking cars. There's no fucking anything, and. Uh, I don't know what that was, and I still don't know what that was. How do you explain that? That's one of those Terry stories. Like, what's the what's the picture on the phone? What's the orb in the room? That's the uh, what a ghost. All I know is there was five people there that all saw it at the same time, and I don't. I I don't know. I don't. That's know the wild what to say ghost stories, <laughs> or when there's multiple people that all see it yeah. and that all can confirm. Well, and that's the same thing with it was that same night that the camera took a picture of myself. We all knew everyone who was in the house. We all knew that the house was locked. Yeah. We all knew where everyone was, and all of a sudden this camera takes a picture, and we had it. Well, the other thing was we had a camera watching the camera, so we saw it happen. It didn't take a picture of anything, but it did. Then there was a picture on the phone. Uh, yeah, there was somehow a yeah. picture. <clears throat> so I've had some weird things, and I had some weird things happen when I was a, a, a kid as well. But, uh, yeah, but I haven't had a lot of shit happen since yeah. then. Uh, and I'm never looking anymore. I don't yeah. think about it very much. I but. do like when we run into them on tour. There's been a handful of times where it's like, this place is kind of haunted. It's like, yep, let's stay there. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. I want yeah, to, it, you know, just to pl- play the odds or whatever. It's interesting. Live on the edge. It's interesting. I think the people <clears throat> that totally, like, uh, ignore it 
as like it there's no possibility that it could exist at all is not ignorant but a little like narrow-minded like i mean i don't know i don't either like i kind of don't believe it but also like i you know i've seen experienced things and like what, what is we, it? What is it? And I don't want to rule anything out either. And that's the thing is like, I think people always, you know, when I tell people this, they're like, oh, so you believe in ghosts? And I'm like, I don't. I don't know maybe, what I believe in. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I, I've had weird things happen to me. I don't know how to explain them. Yeah. And I've, they've been happening to me uh, all of my life. Yeah. And I don't know what they are. I don't know how to explain them. And people are like, oh, it's ghosts. And I'm like, Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just like this weird energy. Maybe like, I don't know, like energy never goes away. Maybe it stays. Like, I I don't know what these things are. People always want to put a label on everything. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't really have to have Yeah, that. fuck labels. Yeah. Um. So when we went on that tour with Lucero, uh, 2019, end of 2019. Mm. So I moved into a new house um, three or four days before we went on that tour. Mm. So I didn't even get to like, finished unpacking before we went on a month-long tour mm. with those dudes and we so my wife and I moved in with one of her friends that had been living in this house for I don't know three four five years great house it was a great house it was a hundred year old house yeah it was awesome so uh like I said I'd been in that I didn't know the house well I'd been there three days and then all of a sudden I'm gone for a month I come home from tour we had a new tv in the living room and I said, uh, you know, uh, Olivia, like, what's what's going on? She said, oh, there were some ghosts on the TV, and we had to throw it in the trash. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, say what? How much did you throw in the trash? <laughs> and she was like, me and, uh, so the, our roommate was named Allison, and Allison had been haunted many times in this house. And the ghosts really seem to be only after her, which is a weird thing. That is also a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you read about this, if you do ever read about this shit, that is kind of a thing. So her and Allison were watching a show together, and the, sh- the TV kept turning itself, when none of them were touching the remote, to channel 666. I mean, that's crazy because that's not a channel. And it's not a channel, but on HD2 or whatever, you know, it can yeah. be a channel or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, like, Olivia would take the remote, change it back to what they were watching, and it would go. And then it would change itself back to 666 yeah. when, the, when the remote was on the ground. And then Allison would pick up the remote. It wouldn't respond to her. The TV just wouldn't respond to her changing the channel at all. Wow. She would hand it back to Olivia and then she would change the channel. And then when she would Whoa. set the phone, d- the, the remote down, it would turn back to 666. Whoa. So then they threw the TV away and got a new TV. So I don't think it was the TV. Yeah, it seems like <laughs> not the TV. <laughs> so here's the creepy part. Like, so I get home a month later, they tell me the story, I'm like, whoa, that's crazy or whatever, you know. Or not, you know, not crazy, but like yeah. wild or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so here's my deal. It's like, I was out of a job at the time, uh, I just had like a month off to do nothing. And so one thing to know about me is I have a master's degree in library science. I went to the library and started researching our house, finding old uh, you know, microfiche articles about 
who lived in our house and like finding the census and I, I did all kind of crazy shit. And Detective Corey. Yeah, detective work. Detective Corey is what we call you, yeah. So I found out the the name of the guy that built our house a hundred years before we lived in it, found out that he lived in it with his family for a while. I found out I found an obituary where he died inside our house in Allison's room. That's what yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah, she, he did not want her in the room. And he built the house with his own hands. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we had changed stuff in the house as yeah. far as like decorations and like adding on things or whatever. And I'm sure a lot of construction had happened on the house. Then like that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. New yeah. construction, especially the new construction parts, weren't her part of the house. Yep, dude. That's. I'm not trying to subscribe to this <laughs> shit, either. but this this all makes sense if in what you if you read about this stuff, yeah. this all makes sense. That was the other thing I read too is that if you see a ghost or if you find out your ghost, and if you do happen to know their name and you can call them by name, they'll stop fucking with they you. They do, yeah, and that's I, the whole thing. So you I, ask them to. Yeah, so I found out our ghost name was Frank, and I just anytime something would happen, I'd say Frank, stop fucking with us, and it would stop fucking with us, and it was. Uh, like that's the thing <laughs> is that not weird like that's the thing is that's what you always hear is like you're like yeah I just ask them to not do it anymore and they just don't and he never did anymore. and then Allison moved out and Frank never did a thing again yeah man like this shit's weird I'm not saying it's real or it's not real but there's weird shit out there uh can I talk to you about I the, want to believe yeah can I tell you the opposite of this spectrum yes go ahead all right, so when I was younger, my dad was dating this lady, and it was directly after my parents' divorce. And her name was Cindy, and she was one of those southern, painted-on faces, blonde, straw hair ladies. You know, one of those big hair ladies with painted-on face where you're just like, are you a person? She used to make us salmon patties, if that tells you anything. <laughs> anyway, come to find out later, they've broken up. I'm cleaning up rooms, whatever. She is a self-published author. Okay, well, that's weird, <laughs> right? This lady's an idiot, right? <laughs> like, an idiot. Uh, self-published published author. Um, I... And then I asked my dad about it, and I come to find out again this other weird thing where she has been living her life for 20 to 30 years with the belief that she went to a place at some point, and since then, a Native American ghost has been following her around her entire life. And having sex with her. <laughs> oh my fucking... <laughs> Holy fucking... <sighs> and has written books about it. And then... Was she like famous about it? Or like, no, did they... no, 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 no. Did they... No. The books didn't... I don't even know her last name. Could you get the books at half price no, books? At, well... If she sold them to them. <laughs> she just yeah, sold her own personal copies yeah, to them. Yes. Which, to be honest, happens a lot. <laughs> They're like, I've got 15 fucking cases of these fucking books that nobody fucking bought. Can Quarter each. Yeah. Yeah. Nickel. After that, 
she has another book published about her having sex with aliens all the time. Um, it was... Did she ever have a book about uh, her having sex with your dad? Jeez, uh, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I really want. Is your dad a metaphor for the ghost? The or... ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, as you know, your dad always has the biggest dick, right? <laughs> Holy shit. This is the longest break ever. Do you want to play some songs? Yeah, I don't, we're, we're, we're going off the rails here. Yeah, this we're, is a, yeah. all uh, I can ever imagine talking about ghosts in my life. <laughs> Let's be done with this. <laughs> Our time is not running low, but we're going to end this show <laughs> here, you know, in the somewhat near future. Um, we've had a very nice time on our 69th episode on yes. 420. I mean, what a perfect time for it to happen. I can't imagine it happening in any better way. What could be What could be better? What could be better? We've told, honestly, real. I feel like I'm not going to toot my own thorn. Horn? Torn? Torn? Yeah. Whatever. But this is a good show. These are some personalized stories we've told. We've gone yeah. deep today. Uh, I don't know where we go from here. Uh, yeah, I, I don't... Well... We've done... We've gone 69 episodes. We're going to keep coming up with shit. I think, I think I got some things. I think we got some things. We got some things to say about France. <laughs> you know? Can we talk a little bit about France? What are we talking about France right now? Yeah, yeah. So, yesterday... We were, were in Spain today, but yesterday yeah. we were in France. Yes. Um, the worst gas station food of all of Europe, I believe. Dude, I mean, what is the fucking deal? They have a million sandwiches, and they all are terrible. Which is crazy because they've got you know they've got good food in France and great food. We went on a twenty minute speech uh, last episode about all the great f- gas station specific food in Europe. It's a thing. Like None thing. of it was from France. France gas station food fucking sucks. What is the deal with and you always show up and it's literally like it's like if 7-Eleven sucked really bad. Like 7-Eleven has like four or five sandwiches. France will have like 20 and they all suck. And you don't want any <laughs> of them. You're just like, what is this trash? And it's not like us being like, oh, I can't, you know, uh, we're American. We don't eat these things. Like, we eat we all of the eat things. We garbage. We eat all of those types of sandwiches, yeah, like, too. Are you kidding me? We eat fucking. This band eats literal trash every single day. They're like, oh, here's a ham and cheese. It's like, yeah, cool. I eat all the ham. This ham and cheese somehow sucks. Sucks. <laughs> How does this ham and cheese suck? Why'd you put Why'd you put this much mayo on it? Like mayo's good. Why is it only mayo? Like I had a I had a, and this is gonna sound weird. And I bought it because it sounded weird. It was a chicken and hard boiled egg sandwich with mayo. One, no hard boiled egg. Two, chicken and only three bites of the sandwich. It was like a foot-long sandwich. Damn. And for the whole rest of the sandwich was mayo. <laughs> it was mayo. Yeah. It was like, what the fuck is going on here? They've got some great wine. but Not as good as Spain. But, yeah, Spain's wine kicks their ass. I'm sorry to say. but Yeah, like, you, f- come on, France. I don't, you got some beautiful spots. You got some beautiful people. You've got some beautiful food. It's too expensive, but... 
what are you guys doing in the gas stations? At least you don't got to pay there to go to pee. Yeah. The one edible thing they have is this little sandwich that has tuna fish, cheese, and a fuck ton of chives. That is, that was pretty good. Uh, I had that for the first time this morning. Out of yesterday. Uh, Leaving uh, France because... France? Because you recommended it. And I was like, okay, because I'm so tired of everything fucking else here. What the fuck else am I supposed to eat? And it was good. It has a good it consistency. Good. It good. Like it's not like chunky tuna. Like it has no. a really smooth. That is a solid sandwich. It comes in a tour. Yeah. Oh, you get two sandwiches. They're little, but two little, you know, two little sandwiches. But it it was it was it was worth it was worth it for me. I uh, I really appreciated it. Yeah. yeah. Where I want to go from here though is that we had an experience yesterday eating in France. We did the thing. From the movie. What did we do? We we did the Pulp Fiction thing. We had our Royale with cheese. Oh my god, I can't believe it happened. Everyone always jokes about it, but we fucking did it. We went to the McDo, and we had our yeah. Royale with cheese, because they don't have the... They they have the metric system. They do. Yeah, they, it is not a quarter pander, pounder there. It's a Royale with cheese, and everything has weird names, where you're just like... The Big Mac was like something different, and I don't remember what it was. Something stupid, and they got like, yeah. You're just like, these aren't words. The They're best not even French words. No, but the best part is you go to, uh, uh, they do a lot of uh, the menu, you thing where you touch the touch screens and you order and they bring it to your table. Yeah. The best part is, you go to the uh, the drink selection part of your ordering, and it's like sodas, orangina, a bunch of different things. Heineken, they have yeah. Heineken at the McDonald's. Heineken and the Mickey D's. And it doesn't even cost you extra. It's just your drink. Yeah, the whole meal could cost what that drink costs. Like, it could double the price of that meal, but yeah. it doesn't. And it's just the price of the soft drink. The other wild part is that they don't ask you for ID or anything. They just, on the screen, it says, are you an adult? It just said, are you 18? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I thought was really cute and kind of funny was that at the end, it was like, do you want to supersize this? Except for it didn't say those words because that's the American word for you. So it said like, you want normal size or like max size or whatever. And I was like, I'm not super hungry. I'll just go normal size. And then I got my Heineken. And then Travis like, yeah, I'll fucking supersize it. Supersize it. I didn't even mean to. I don't. I don't yeah. even know what I was doing. We get to the table, and uh, Heineken comes. I get like a little eight ounce Heineken and a cup, and then Travis comes and he's got a twelve ounce Heineken. It's like fuck, you supersized your Heineken. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? I told somebody that today. I was like, yeah, you get a bigger meal, you get a bigger beer. They're like, what? <laughs> I was like, bro. I know, and then like a fifteen-year-old brought it to me. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they do do a cool thing over here at all the fast food restaurants, which I do appreciate. Is how much recycling they do? Yeah, yeah, they do. They really do. And also, like the McDonald's stuff we were eating, it was wild. It came on a tray, which sure, the tray's plastic, normal. which is yeah, normal. But like the fries, because we we're eating in, came in permanent plastic things and then our beers came with regular plastic cups like you used to get a pizza yeah 
And, uh, yeah, but then you go to the trash can and you throw all your trash away. There's five different trash. compartments. Yeah. One for trash, one for can recycling, one yeah. for plastic recycling. One just for, like, to put the plastic stuff that they're going to wash to give to the next yeah, person. But it also just goes in a trash can. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you just throw it in another trash, and you're just like, uh, okay. We were in Odos, France. Yeah. But I love all the recycling they do. It's, uh, you know, I feel like they got a lot of stuff figured out that we, I don't know why we haven't figured out. It seems yeah. pretty simple. Yeah. Also, I want to add, uh, did we talk about the French flag yet? We did, uh, so no, we haven't. But and I'll I'll segue into it. We had fourteen hour drive or some shit yesterday. Yeah, something crazy. And for part of it, uh, I made a game show out of looking up French facts and asking everyone in the van yeah. questions based on these uh, facts that I looked up. And uh, one of the facts was based on the French flag, and you, you take it from here. <laughs> well, one yeah. He was asking mostly questions, and then one time he just goes, hey, let me tell you this thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, not even a question. Yeah. Here's a dumb fact. <laughs> yeah, he just goes, did you know from this year to this year, the French flag was just white? And I go, oh, damn, they gave up. Like, they just, they just, they've been quitting since 1500. Like, is that why that's the official surrender flag? That that was because that was the official French flag and the whatever. Or, or was it the vice versa? <laughs> they just decided that was their flag now. <laughs> like, what what is it? What what are we talking about? What they throw up in World War II? A white flag, but that was just their own old flag. <laughs> like, <laughs> seems like a bunch of <laughs> quitters to me. <laughs> Damn. Well, I don't know what the fuck else to say, but I've had a great fucking time this week. Yeah, this is a good one. This is I feel like this was a really solid show. I hope everybody had a good time listening yeah. to this one. Please share it with all your friends. We don't yeah. make any money on it unless you yeah. do, and maybe it's not even then. Yeah. Uh, I think when, we get, when I get back home, we're going to put some old shows back on Spotify, maybe put them behind a paywall because we're uh, not going to financially recover from this Europe trip otherwise. Yeah, ever, bro. Um, also, we've got a bunch of tour dates. Vandaliers.com slash shows. Yeah. Check us out. Fucking hit us up. I love it. You know, we hear from fans every week about this, uh, about the show, and uh, I feel like it's getting a little bit more traction every single week. So let your buddies know. Let your friends know that we're doing uh, a goofy show, telling real stories about really being on the road. Uh, and what it's like to be in a fucking working-ass band. Yeah, and tell the fucking uh, Terry story, because I need to find these fucking people, and let's get them on the show. Yeah, we need to know. We need to know. And other than that, we love you guys, and thank you so much for listening, listening and it means the uh, world to us that you guys are sticking around. Hell yeah, and we'll see you when we see you. Yeah. Adios, adios, adios. Yeah. Peace, y'all.